What's going on guys? It's Nick here, back with another video. It's Monday, so time to go over the top waiver wire ads for week 12. Bit of a different week this week. Uh, everything on the website is going to be exactly the same, but because of Thanksgiving, the videos will not be. This video and the Saturday video are going to be normal, but on Wednesday, I'm going to post a start-sit video that goes over every position. I'm just going to do, you know, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, everything all in one video. Uh, I'm going to record it like a mock draft Monday to where you guys see the screen and I'm in the bottom right. And I think I'm just going to show like the full projections for the team I'm going over just on the screen. Um, if you'd prefer to only see the final rankings, I guess I can do that, but I'm going to show you the full projections and the final ranking. So I think you guys are going to like uh, kind of the setup. It'll only be for one week in week 13 through the rest of the season. We'll go back to the normal setup, but because of Thanksgiving, we got to do things differently this week. So today, waiver wire, um, not fantastic. This is not one of the good weeks for waiver wire, though it's good because nobody's on by. Like there are zero teams on by this week. So while there are still injuries, you know, you have, you know, less things that you need to replace. The top options are probably rostered in most competitive leagues, but I at least want to mention them in case they are not in yours. I view the clear top four this week as Christian Watson, Isaiah Pacheco, Rashad White, and George Pickens, and I do believe in that order. Watson, five touchdowns the last two weeks, uh, pretty easily right now separating as the top wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers. That's fantastic. Pacheco, uh, last two weeks has been the clear lead back for the Chiefs. And then Clyde, has it been confirmed yet? Like, seems like a high ankle sprain, but at the very least is an ankle sprain. And he was already being phased out. Now, they were actually working him in more this last week than they did two weeks ago, but doesn't matter. Like, Pacheco's looked really good. He's not going to get any targets, but just had 100 yards. You know, it was the first Chiefs running back to do that in a while. He's good. He's on the Chiefs. Starting running back, you have to own him. Uh, Rashad White has been, I don't want to say like significantly outplaying Fournette. They, neither one of them has been amazing, but White seems to have a little bit more juice, looks a little bit quicker out there. Um, both good in the receiving game, so that's not really one where they like have to lean on Fournette. Like White's still great in the receiving game. If Fournette is forced to miss any time, Rashad White will be probably like a low-end running back one in those weeks. Like I said last week, doesn't seem like Fournette's going to miss any time, but at least there's the off chance that happens. And then Pickens. Um, I don't want to say clearly separating over Deontay Johnson as the clear number one, but this is a, you know, elite rookie wide receiver in the second half of the rookie season. Like, that's just when players break out. Uh, he could have honestly had well over 100 yards and two touchdowns this week. But he dropped one, I don't know how long it was, maybe like a 40-yard touchdown that he probably should have caught. And then there was another one where he was wide open deep and Kenny Pickett just like missed him, just overthrew him. He still had a good game, you know, four for 83 and a touchdown. And he looks incredible, looks awesome. Going to be a really good player in the league. Obviously, you know, limited by the offense. The offense can only be so good this season with the rookie quarterback who wasn't really a high-end prospect, but it doesn't matter. Like, all those four, sure. There are some issues with all of them, but they need to be rostered in like 90, 95% of leagues. I think all four are worth the number one claim in my eyes. I would say the first two, I would spend 
around 20 to 25 percent in like a you know just a normal what half ppr 12 team league adjust from there if you're an eight team league you don't need to spend 25 percent. you're in a 16 team league you probably need to spend 100 percent if there's somehow on your free agency uh but you know first two around 25 percent. next two closer like 10 to 15 percent of your fab after those four i think Traylon burks is kind of in a tier of his own he was great on thursday night uh, he is clearly separating as the Titans top wide receiver. I think he'll definitely be the most valuable for them the rest of season. Obviously he's going to be inconsistent because it's the Titans. Only two teams have thrown the ball less than they have this season. And that's not going to change. We know that's their philosophy. They're going to try and play really solid defense, limit teams offensively, run the ball a lot, not commit turnovers. And that's not anything you want to hear if you have the wide receiver on that team. But if it's the number one wide receiver, if he's going to approach, you know, like a 25%, 30% target share in some games, and he's going to be, you know, talented, like he's still a first-round rookie, he's a talented player, needs to be rostered. So I would say that's the top five, um, unless someone is, you know, rostered in 85% of leagues, but you're in the 15% where they're not, well, then go after them. But in general, that's probably what you're looking at as elite five. Then after that, it's not fantastic. Like I said, it's not a good week for... Uh, waiver wire I would say the next person you're considering it's not even for all of you is Deshaun Watson if you want him but I went over last week how like I have Tua and I have Gino in my leagues and both were on by this week obviously I have them in like separate leagues uh, so I just survived the buy for those leagues uh, this week and then moving forward like I'm not going to be picking up Deshaun Watson I'm just going to be rolling with those two um, I would say that if you have worse options than that like maybe you've been streaming through like these you know low-end quarterback twos you haven't figured it out yet you're someone who might go after Watson but anyone who has like the you know Joe Burrow you've got Mahomes Herbert Tua um, you know quarterbacks like that it's just it's not something you really need to go after I would say it's more if you've been really struggling then I'd go after him after that I think it's these like secondary running back options. Not super pumped about any of them, but if you happen to be in a tough spot, which again is is not as likely this week, but if you happen to still be in a tough spot, uh, you need someone to just stream running back to. I would say the top options are looking like Samaja Pirine, uh, Kyron Williams, Cam Akers, and Gus Edwards. Mixon did suffer a concussion this week. Typically, you're going to miss a week when you suffer a concussion. Um, Everyone recovers differently. Some people recover much quicker, some people slower. On average, we're looking at you miss the next week, you come back after that. We saw P. Ryan score the three receiving touchdowns on, you know, like pretty similar situations. They get into the red zone, they get them on a linebacker, they throw them the ball on like a wheel route or something like that. Like it was just like their go to play basically, but it was working. So why would they not continue going to it? Um, again, I think Mixon will miss. And so you get P. Ryan next week. But it's against the Titans, and that's, pro I don't want to say like the worst spot imaginable, but it's like a bottom three spot. You do not want to play the Titans as a running back, especially when you're Smudge Piran. Like, he's fine, and he's a really good backup. He was honestly a good handcuff to have because he's good in the receiving game. They trust him. He's not going to go out there and get a billion touches, but when he takes over from Mixon, they're like, okay, we'll just kind of treat him as a starting running back. Sure, Chris Evans might mix in a little bit, but let's be honest, like, it's Pirine. 
but it's against the Titans. And so he still might just grade out as like a low end too. So please don't like break the bank. Don't be like, oh my goodness, he scored three touchdowns. I have to go and acquire P. Ryan. I'm spending like 50% of my fab because you're probably getting a one week rental as a low end too. And that's that's not worth like a whole lot. So if you want to spend like a few percent, that's fine. Um, but again, that that's what, where we're already at in the video is like a few percent. Uh, after that, I'd say it's Kyron Williams and Akers. Uh, I don't understand like something will probably get released, but like so Henderson started the game. He had um, like four snaps total, but he like started off. He didn't look terrible. I don't know. It's only like four plays, so it's like you can't really say how much he looked. Uh, but I didn't hear anything about getting hurt. Like I just kind of figured once they started going with just Kyron and Akers for the rest of the game that Henderson got hurt. And maybe he did, but I just haven't seen anything that indicates that he did yet. Um, but if you guys see something like that, kind of says why. But yeah, he only played like four snaps. Um, it was really just Akers and Kyron, and that's obviously what we need in fantasy. We cannot start any of them in a three running back committee. As we work into two, they become more viable. And if they work into two, maybe like one of them can start getting like a, a more significant role that we can trust in fantasy and then use them. Unfortunately, right now, it's still not that case. Like Akers had 14 carries and zero targets. And when you look at that on the Rams, you're like, okay, well, number one, he hasn't been that fantastic. Number two, their line stinks. So 14 carries might on average be like four fantasy points. So that's not great. And then if he's getting all his carries, it means Kyron, like, okay, he's got potential for receptions, but, you know, it's like a few receptions and like a few carries and it's not super valuable. So again, only a few percent if you want them. The correct answer for this backfield rest of season is probably just that all of them will be bad, that you'll never be able to start any of them. But if one of them has a chance, it's Kyron. Akers is never going to be featured to where he's getting receptions, and so he's basically at his ceiling right now. Kyron is my favorite because even if right now he's not like overly valuable, if to close out the season, final few weeks, you know, they want to kind of go with one running back, want to see what they have, well, he's going to be the passing down back for the rest of the season regardless. If he gets more carries, now he might have some value. But again, you know, even in a two running back split, you're probably not even able to start any of these guys. Uh, and then Gus... Had a chance to return this week, would have been good, but he didn't. So his value goes down a little bit because now we're like one week closer to Dobbins returning. And when Dobbins returns, it's like you've got Dobbins, you've got Gus, you've got Justice Hill. They're probably going to start three like you have Drake too, but I would imagine Drake would go inactive and they would keep Hill. And it's like you still got Lamar stealing carries. And so, you know, the ceiling isn't that high. Uh, but if you want to add Gus, think that Dobbins takes a few more weeks to return and then maybe Gus next two to three weeks can get like 14 to 16 carries and hopefully a target. Um, that's way more valuable than Akers getting, you know, that workload. But once Dobbins returns, you know, it's not going to be fantastic for Gus. So as you can see, not fantastic options outside the top five or so players. Uh, but again, you probably don't need waivers as much with no buys this week. After those running backs, I think you look back to wide receiver with Donovan Peoples-Jones, Odell, and Paris Campbell. Um, though it completely depends. Like if you couldn't care less about those running backs, go right to these wide receivers. Like 
this next portion of the video is very like dependent on what you need. Like we're going to talk about tight end after this. Well, if you desperately need a tight end, bump that up ahead of the running backs we just talked about and the wide receivers. I would say the top five is pretty locked in. After that, just kind of mix and match what you need on your team. But for these wide receivers, I think they're definitely a step below the ones we talked about before. Again, Peoples-Jones, Odell, Paris Campbell. Um, Peoples-Jones, four receptions, at least four or more in seven straight, 60 or more receiving yards in five straight. He's an every down wide receiver. Uh, the ceiling, I've talked about how like the ceiling theoretically has not been there yet this season. Like he's been very consistent in getting you like around that nine to 11 fantasy point range, which is good because you can use it when you're desperate. You can use that and be like, I have buys, I have injuries and I can plug him in. He's getting me 10. Right. And I'm, I'm comfortable with that. It's unfortunate to like the ceiling hasn't been there, but I think it is like, I think he has a ceiling. He just hasn't shown it yet because like he's had a lot of receptions where he gets either tackled or pushed out of bounds very close to the end zone. He finally scored this week, but like he's always on the field. They are using him in the red zone. He is being used downfield. It's like, I feel like he's going to have one game this season where he just drops a nuke of like seven for 130 and two touchdowns because it's like you watch the game and you're like he's capable of this it just hasn't happened yet and maybe it does happen when Watson does return you know starting in week 13 on and so a really good player if he's still in free agency um, we talked about him a little bit last week as like kind of a flyer because it's still like he, he hasn't truly broken out yet and it's like he still kind of has been more of a piece where it's like you're probably just keeping on the bench, but he has upside to close the season. So I would look to him. Uh, and then after that, Odell, this one is more um, what do you need? Like if you need someone to get you into the playoffs, that's not Odell. I don't know that he's even going to start until you make it that far. Um, he's probably going to join a team after Thanksgiving. Um, we don't know what team it's going to be, but... He wants to join a Super Bowl contender, and so if he's going to join a Super Bowl contender, let's be honest, they're going to have a good offense, and he said he wants to be on the field pretty quickly after joining that new team. So basically add him if you're maybe 60-70% chance of like making the playoffs, and then maybe he can be someone who helps you advance throughout the playoffs, uh, but if you have to make the playoffs, don't go after Odell. I don't think you'll be able to use him until then. Uh, and then finally, Paris Campbell. It's basically contingent on um, Matt Ryan, who I'm pretty sure is going to be the quarterback for the rest of the season, but he's been good with Matt Ryan, terrible with everyone else. Uh, 11, 12, 9, and 6 targets in the last four games with Matt Ryan. Now, he is a player where a lot of those targets are low ADOT, which means low upside. So, like, a lot of them, you know, they're basically going to go for, like, 7 or 8 yards and don't have a big chance to go any further. But we saw this week he had a target downfield. Like, we have seen in recent weeks, he'll be used on, like, screen passes, which technically have a low ADOP, but, like, have a lot of upside after the fact. And he will get some targets downfield. So, he's a totally fine option. Probably not someone that in, like, a 12-team league that is playoff bound, you're starting in the flex. Like, he's still a little bit below that. Uh, but especially in deeper formats and maybe full PPR formats um, and maybe just as a rotational piece, we're going to have a big um, week 14 buy. Maybe you're looking ahead to that being like, I need someone for there. Um, hopefully he's not on buy in week 14. I didn't even check that. I mean, odds are, I guess he's not, but you know, if he is, that's unfortunate. But just as a rotational piece, um, I don't think he's someone that's like every week being started for you. After those wide receivers, then I think you look at the tight ends. 
Um, he did awful this week, but Foster Moreau is definitely the top option in my eyes. We got the Seahawks and the Cardinals every week are a smash spot for tight ends. And so obviously at Denver is a very difficult spot for everyone not named like Devonta Adams, apparently. Um, but like, you know, not surprising that Foster Moreau didn't play great at Denver, but then he goes to at Seattle. That's going to make life a lot easier for Moreau. Um, we're not dropping like 10% of our fab on this guy or anything. We're not using like number one, two, three claim on him. But if he's available in free agency, you know, pretty unlikely. I would say that a lot of people go after him after, you know, like one catch, I believe he had. And so maybe you can even add him after free agency ends. But I'd be fine, you know, if you've got like 40% of your fab left. If you want to spend like a few percent on that, secure Foster Moreau. I think he's going to have a good week this week. Um, I go after him. And then behind him, it's really just like Evan Ingram, uh, Taysom Hill, and Juwan Johnson. All three are worth 1% to 2% of your fab. Most likely, you can just wait, see who clears waivers, and just add them. Um, they're all going to grade out as tight end twos this week. But if you're desperate, you haven't figured tight end out yet, maybe you've had some injuries, they're not awful options. Uh, just know that like, you do have to figure it out at some point. Like, I don't feel comfortable if you have, you know, Evan Ingram as your top 10. You pick him up and you're like, all right, has this solved tight end? I don't think so. I mean, if you're like championship bound, you're trying to make the championship. If you're streaming Ingram, Hill, Juwan Johnson, like, sure, they're fine. But like, they have a floor of one point. And so like, when you go up against Kelsey and he scores 35, like, well, you, you better be... 34 points better than your opponent at all these other positions, which is still very difficult to do. So hopefully you can kind of figure that position out. You don't want to be streaming these guys, but those are the top options if you really had to. After then, uh, I think it's defenses. There are some actually decent options this week. Uh, the Jets were one of the best options last week. Hopefully you went after them. They're the top option again this week. They are probably not rostered, but I think I checked and it was like, 30% of leagues are still available in. They're a great defense. Um, you're just going to want to pick them up at the top option if they're available. They're probably not, though, if you're in a competitive league. So I would say Kansas City would be my top option. Uh, dream spot, they get home against the Rams this next week. So even if you're like just looking for a one-week streamer, I mean, let's be honest. They, ha they could get like, what, four to six sacks in that game. Um, and there's even more potential. Oh my goodness. Like if Stafford's forced to miss, like he suffered the concussion, that's his second concussion in what three weeks, they're not going to make the playoffs. So they're not going to rush him back. Like, I mean, you have to think if he's not the quarterback, if cup is out, if their offensive line is still awful, that is going to be a disgusting game. So much potential potential for the Kansas city defense this week. Again, I think I prefer the Jets because like you they're basically matchup proof at this point. I mean, they're gonna be phenomenal rest of the season. So many sacks, turnover potential, like they're a great defense. But then the Chiefs, right after that. If those two are taken, or if you miss out, you know, you're watching this and you're like, oh no, I put in a bid, but it you know it didn't get cleared. Uh Vikings, Dolphins, and Titans. The Vikings get the Patriots, Jets, and Lions over the next three weeks. Uh, Patriots and Jets just, you know, scored three points each before a punt return touchdown at the end of regulation. Like, you know, a very fitting way to end that game. They scored one touchdown and had to come off of a punt. Like, 
no offense for either one of these teams. Um, now the Patriots will be the better offense because like it was like a tough spot for them against the Jets, but like we have at least some hope for them. I, I really just don't have hope for Zach Wilson. If they don't have Brees Hall, the Jets are just not good. Like they're just not a good offense. And so both of these teams like are significantly worse than the Cowboys. And so I know that the Vikings just got absolutely annihilated by Dallas this week, but you know, Dallas is up here and like the Patriots and the Jets are like way, way down here. It's a much different experience. Vikings are still like a perfectly fine defense. They'll get sacks and turnovers. And so that's a good spot for them the next few weeks. Can't get them. Uh, Dolphins, they get the Texans, 49ers and Chargers. And so you're probably only going to want to play them for one week. I wouldn't imagine you want to play the Dolphins against the 49ers and Chargers. But, you know, it's worth streaming defenses even for one week. I mean, getting the Texans is still a really good matchup. So they'll be good. Uh, and then the Titans. The Titans get the Bengals. That one is a little bit contingent on Chase. So, like, if we think Mixon is out, that's obviously going to help the Titans defense. But if Chase returns... Well, now the Bengals are probably just going to throw the ball like 70% of plays, and I would not be in love with the Titans, but one thing you always want to consider with defense streaming is that like points matter. Like obviously the Jets and the Patriots this week were great defense streaming options because like you knew both teams were just not going to be able to score, and so they don't even need that many sacks and turnovers. But basically once a team scores into like the teens, like into like 13 points and on you actually don't get that many points for like the points against it's basically only if you score like less than 10 total points in the game that it matters and so even if the Bengals score 27 let's say against the titans which teams have not been scoring against the titans so that's not even a lock if chase returned but even if chase returns and they score a lot if they're throwing the ball 70 percent of plays like the titans are probably racking up like five sacks in that game they're probably getting a turnover or two so even if you don't get many points overall for like the points against they might be able to get you know seven eight fantasy points even giving up a lot of points and there's still the chance that titans as an underrated defense against a terrible offensive line just force a bunch of mistakes force you know a turnover that scores into a touchdown force a bunch of sacks and still score a lot of fantasy points so way more potential if chase and mixon are out but even if chase returns i do think the titans are still a good defense play after defenses everyone else is basically just a flyer if you want to spend anywhere from like one to three percent of your fab on the remaining players sure um i'm gonna tell you my order for how i would go after them but there's such like a little amount separating all of these players that go for the ones that you feel better about that you think um, have a, a ceiling, like something like all of these players just shouldn't really be started in a normal league anywhere from like eight, 10 or 12 teams. But maybe there's a path to them producing a little bit more to close the season. If you see something where you're like, oh, I like this player, I think there's a chance go after them. But my top options for running back would be James Cook, Tyler Algier, Jarek McKinnon, Latavius Murray, Alexander Madison, and Spiller for wide receivers, Nico, Darius Slayton, Matt Collins, Terrace Marshall, and Demarcus Robinson. And then my favorite quarterback streaming options this week would be Heineke versus the Falcons, then Mariota on the other side at the Commanders. Um, and then Kenny Pickett would be like not in love with him this week because he's at Indy. 
and he's also not very good, but he's got some mobility. And maybe in like the final few weeks of the season, if you know you abandon quarterback and still haven't figured it out, but you've got this like dream everything else, and you just need someone out there, you know, maybe he's got an okay close to the season because he still has good skill players and he still has some mobility. So he could go out there, maybe score 20 fantasy points sometimes in a good matchup. So that is how the waiver wire is looking in week 12. Again, not amazing, but no buys this week. So it's not the end of the world that it doesn't look that great. You shouldn't need waivers too badly. Um, I will have the rest of season rankings and the week 12 rankings up on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, I'll do starts and sits for, again, like every position. Running back, wide receiver, quarterback, tight end. And I'm going to have it like Mock Draft Monday style where you guys are going to see the exact projections for all the players on that team and then their ranking for that week. Um, and then I'll just kind of like cycle through all the teams, just how it has to happen this week. So that'll do it for this one. Hope you all enjoy. If you did, have a hang the like button. Have a subscribe to the channel if you're new here. Thanks for watching.